have your attention, please? May I have your attention, please? Will the real podcast host please stand up? Testing, is this thing on? Oh my god, it's my first episode. It's your host Morgan, the Wacom That Talkums. Hello, what is up? Welcome to the first episode of the Wacom Talkum podcast. I'm your host, Morgan Wacom, and yes, <laughs> that is where we got the podcast name. I live and die by the pun, and I couldn't imagine having my podcast without one. First, I need to start this episode off by giving a huge thanks and shout out to some really awesome people in my life. Um, the first one's going to Behind the Curls Creative. Um, she is the visionary behind my podcast art. Um, she, I told her what I wanted and she knew how to bring that to life for me and she brought it so perfectly. Like I couldn't have imagined it looking better and it just fit the whole overall vibe I wanted for this podcast. Um, she makes stickers and cards and she'll make your own like pod, like similar to my podcast picture, she'll make your own cartoon second shout out has to go to frank and pj of the band cardinal street um they're a local band to alliston and they're so talented honestly like i highly recommend you check out their albums on spotify or apple music they're the best and i can't thank these people enough for helping me bring this podcast to life For anyone other than my 10 friends who are listening to this right now who might not know who I am, uh, my name's Morgan and I'm from small town Alliston, Ontario in the very snowy country of Canada. And I thought it would be a really fun idea to make a podcast. I mean, with COVID and the pandemic going on, I thought what better time than to sit and make a podcast. I mean, I'm already talking to myself constantly in my own home anyway. I might as well record it, right? A lot of my friends were extremely encouraging about me starting a podcast, um, which was like really nice. And honestly, I think I'm hilarious. Um, That's self-proclaimed. If you ask some of the people I used to work with, they would tell you I'm the least funny person on the planet, which is up to them. But it's not true. I'm very funny. And uh, I just thought, might as well make a podcast. And my plan is uh, today, I'm going to tell stories about myself. But in the future episodes, I'm going to be interviewing a couple of my friends who showed like a lot of interest in wanting to come on here and talk about whatever like drives them, you know, and I thought it would be a really good idea to be able to hear from other people. So to kick off today's mixtape, I just want to like premise these stories with, I don't know why, but like winter and I just don't get along and there's no reason why they call it sad because it, it's you just that's how you feel like the whole season like there's nothing good about winter when I was in college I was bringing treats to all my friends because um, I liked to bake and I, and I was putting the treats into my car and I put my laptop on the roof of my car and I know that's probably not the best idea but I put my laptop on the roof of my car and I put the treats in the car And I was driving away and then all of a sudden I'm driving down this hill and I hear something and I look in my mirror and I'm like, what the heck is just thrown behind me there? And then it all clicked. I was like, oh, fuck. So I pull over and I run out into the middle of the road and there she is, is my little laptop, like 
just beat to shit on this like this poor little little electronic i remember sitting in the cafeteria banging all the sand off the road out of the ports of my laptop and from that point on i vowed that i needed to do something to make winter a little less sad so i started snowboarding and after a lot of bruised tailbones i finally mastered the sport And to be honest, like, I'm not very fast. I'm no speed demon by any means. And this is because I just think it's very therapeutic to be able to snowboard down the hills. And I didn't ever want to hurt myself and, like, ruin other sports that I really like playing, like soccer and baseball. I just wanted to snowboard to kind of get through the season, and that was that. This year, I went snowboarding with a friend from my old workplace. And we went to Blue Mountain, which is definitely the bigger hill in Ontario. But it's, it's a really great hill. And our first run, we go up. Beautiful day, beautiful weather. And we go up, go down the first run. And the first run goes under the chairlift. Which is not ideal because I don't like it when people can see me snowboarding. And I go through the little narrow. And it's so icy. I can see it. I, you know where this is heading. First run, I eat shit. Like I am ass over tea kettle down this hill and I'm just boom, boom, boom. Like, like there was no stopping me. And I remember just laying there being like, oh my God, I was in so much pain, but I played it off because I couldn't let anyone know that I was hurt. Mama didn't raise no bitch. And so I got up and I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Like we're good. We're fine. And the person I went with was like definitely a better snowboarder than me. So the poor guy had to like wait every single time we went down a run. And then he'd have to wait for me at the chairlift, which is, you know what? You should just, you should, he should take it a little easier. Like it's not my fault that I'm slow. So we get down to the chairlift and I am sore and my wrist is buzzing. And I was like, what is going on? So I look down at my Apple watch and the thing is saying, we have detected a fall. Do you need emergency services? And I'm like, what? I was like, no, I don't need emergency services. Maybe for my pride though, like that's hurting a little more right now that my watch is calling me out. So I turn that off and I'm like, no, no, no. I don't need emergency services because the only thing that could make this day more embarrassing is if the paramedic showed up trying to find me on the middle of the hill. So we go for the second run and I'm now taking it a lot more cautious because the hills are so icy and I'm starting to see stars. But again, mama didn't raise no bitch. So I just kept going down the hill and you know, I, I mustered the strength to get through that whole snowboarding day. But then the next day I woke up and I was like, oh man, I was in so much pain. I could not rotate my neck like checking my blind spot in I mean I probably shouldn't have been driving but to check my blind spot was like a whole body rotation and uh, which is not safe thankfully my civic has like the little blind spot camera I don't condone using this but like it was really handy for my right side when I wasn't exactly checking my blind spots properly so I go to physio shout out to Chris my physiotherapist he's in Alliston Um, If you need some great work done, go see him. He's the best. Little shout out. And I go to physio and he's poking around and he's like, yeah, you definitely have whiplash. And I'm like, I could have deduced this. Like, I can't even move my neck. And he's like, and probably a minor concussion. And I was like, of course I do. Like, I'm so accident and 
prone and I'm so clumsy like I don't I don't know what I expected other than that and my snowboarding stories don't really get better for the year so my question for you people is have you ever been ghosted I have been on both the giving and receiving end of ghosting and it is like (laughs) not nice like really like we should not do it and I understand why we do it but like we're just cowards just like give the person a reason why you don't want to talk to them anymore but like I'm all talk because I know I'll ghost somebody again so let's rewind the tapes for a minute I have talked to my one friend for almost five years I grew up watching his hockey games when I was like 20 and I had the biggest crush on this guy like it was insane like of course hockey guys I (laughs) all my friends know I used to be a little puck bunny and we had talked like on and off for five years and finally like three years ago we went on a date and it went so well I was like sweet and then the next day he ghosted me like I didn't hear from him again for like months and then finally kind of started talking again and for the last three years we've basically talked like on and off and he knew like everything about me and I knew a lot about him and he helped me through like a lot of like really hard times in my life and he's kind of like that white buffalo a couple of my friends didn't know what that meant but like the white buffalo is the person that you always wanted but never really had or it never really worked out so you don't know what it's like with them like it was just always kind of in your imagination I guess so recently we 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 talked her a little bit and we we're like yep like let's go skiing and snowboarding and I was like absolutely like this is exactly what I want so we went skiing well I snowboarded and he skied and I know what you're thinking no I didn't fall that time and we went snowboarding and we had like a great time like I thought it was really fun like I was cracking jokes like I normally do puns non-puns like it was all there and we go and we finish and we have lunch and then he comes back to my place and I force him into playing uh, Mario with me because that is my signature move. I get people to come back to my house and play Mario Kart with me or Mario Party depending on how I'm feeling and I'm Toad so that's like a given right there. If you're choosing my character, we're done. (laughs) And so we hang out the whole night and then the next morning... Uh, we make plans to hang out in the future and I was like sweet this is just going somewhere now well then I message him like a week later and I'm like hey when do you work next and he's like well I work today and then I'm off for the next six I was like oh so like we're hanging out and he says well I wasn't really planning on coming home that's my best impersonation of his voice that's actually not what he sounds like but that's how I imagine him sounding like now And I was like, well, that's okay. Like, I could come to you if you want. Um, I'm just snowballing ideas. And he capitalized on the one extra thing I said in that sentence. And he was like, snowballing? I was like, yeah, you know, like just rolling ideas out here. Just trying to see what sticks. And he makes note of that and then completely ignores me asking him to hang out. And I was like, oh, that hurts a little. That stings. And then I didn't hear from him again for two weeks. Like, we did not have contact. And I was like, this is absurd. Like, we literally had a great time. We hung out. Like, what could possibly have gone wrong? So two weeks later, I call him out because it is, like, eating me alive. I can't even imagine, like, what went wrong. So I call him out. I'm like, 
pretty gutty of you. And it was gutty. And he goes, what? And I was like, well, I mean, like, we hung out. We went skiing. We had a great time. Slept in my bed. We made plans for the future. And then I literally never heard from you again. I was like, you did this to me three years ago. Like, you ghosted me then. I made jokes about it. And I was like, you knew how I felt about you. Why wouldn't you have just told me how you felt after instead of, like, giving me hope kind of a thing? And this man says, and I kid you not, he says, LOL, we just went skiing. What, if I go skiing, that means I have to fall in love with you? (gasps) What? This man didn't have much, but he certainly had the audacity to say shit like that. Oh man, I was so mad. And I haven't talked to him since. And so the moral of this story, and what I can't, I just can't express enough to you people. If somebody ghosts you, They're dead. That's why they're a ghost. They're dead to you. Rest in peace. I hope you have a great afterlife. But as far as I'm concerned, you do not exist. And I think you're a piece of shit. And you know what? I also condone people saying that about me (laughs) in like the in the other way of that of me ghosting them. But yeah, no, in this situation, you're dead. another example of why i don't mix well with the winter time just shit like this happens it's supposed to be cuffing season not ghosting season well i guess it's coming up to spring now eh so it's not cuffing season anymore and maybe the most embarrassing story of all i have saved to the end i work in a northern town Um, about an hour and a half from where I grew up and I my main my main job is to drive around the countryside and I visit customers and mostly at their cottages and I get to look at their beautiful expensive cottages and hook them up so I'm very new to the area and I don't know it very well so I often gps where I have to go while I'm there so this particular time, I had visited this this property multiple times in the past. Apparently only in the fall and maybe the summer. And I always took the same route. But on this particular Wednesday, I came from the other side of where this road connects. And I just followed my GPS and I get up to this road that I had taken in the fall or the summer, whenever it was, I knew the, the road well, and not that well. And I took the road and I get to the end, or not the end, but the middle. And there's a little sign there that says, summer maintenance commenced, please drive carefully. And in my head, I went, I will. And I go down the road and it's very narrow and I was like, oh, whatever. I guess it's just a single lane cottage road. And it was not plowed very well, but we drive trucks at work. So I was like, whatever. Little Henry can get his way through this snow. So I'm like winding through this road and I'm kind of like slipping a little bit. But I was like, whatever. I'm like the drift queen. I go up the hill, down the hills, around the bends, around the bends. And I get about two kilometers in when I can't get up this one hill. And I like try and I'm like drifting back down the hill slowly. I'm like, okay, let me give a little run at it. Try one more time. 
and it stops and I'm like oh my god like I cannot get up this last hill and then so I sit there in the truck and I have a little bit of mental clarity for myself and I realize it's a single lane road and there's no driveways and I'm gonna have to reverse this truck the entire way back out and it might not seem like a lot to you guys but it was two kilometers of reversing and like that's not exactly my specialty in life so I start and I'm going because I'm very confident that I'm going to be able to get this done because I just like I'm so independent it's just it's stubborn to a point it's probably one of my flaws and I get going and I get it stuck and in the ditch and I can't get this thing to move oh my dear god so I call one of the guys I work with and I'm like listen I'm stuck (laughs) but we can't call my supervisor because I have a history of actually putting my truck in the ditch in my defense the first time the snow got me and pulled me in but I didn't get to let down the nickname ditch witch for like over a year so I was like, under no circumstances can we tell our supervisor that I am stuck. I was like, I'm going to try to dig myself out and I will let you know how that goes. And he's like, do you need me to come? And I was like, no, I'm going to dig myself out and we got this. And he's like, all right. So I'm digging and I dig and dig and I put grit bag after grit bag, which is just like a sand basically if you don't know what that is and I dig for an hour and I'm rocking this truck back and forth like just trying to get it back up onto like the little road and I finally actually get it and I have like a mini celebration like I'm fist pumping outside the truck I'm like fuck yeah I can do anything so I get back in the truck and I call my friend again and I'm like hey I got out I'm like I'm ready to reverse this thing again like I'm ready to go And he goes, okay, well, like, try to keep it, like, follow your tire tracks out. And I'm like, well, obviously, that's what I'm trying to do. (laughs) I'm just like, it's a poor, I'm just bad at it. So I start reversing again, and I get a lot farther back. Like, I'm going, like, I think I got about a kilometer done. And I, like, was drifting a little too close to the one side. So, but then I overcorrected it. And then I put myself back into the ditch, but like way worse than last time because now there's like a tree beside my driver's side door to the point where I had to like crawl out the passenger side. And then I call my friend and I'm like, yeah, so I'm stuck again. And this time I'm super stuck. And he goes, oh no. And I'm like, yeah, you two need to bring the snowmobiles and uh, I'm, we're going to have to call our supervisor he's like all right like I'll see you soon so I call my supervisor and he's like yeah no problem I'll come first thing he does is post in the group chat ditch witch is back at it I'm like ah there it is like just get that right out of the way and then I call the tow truck and they're like where are you (laughs) and I'm like in the ditch (laughs) and I got the tow truck coming and at this point I'm just like digging again because like they're about an hour away from me like I was way out in the boonies at this point so I start digging again putting grit down and I have like made a path that I think I would have been able to maybe maneuver my truck out 
but I didn't want to risk it doing it myself because like if I had enough opportunity here to do it not that I didn't think me as a woman could do it I just thought I was rather a man (laughs) there God made man for a couple things and that's reversing trucks with and doing it with trailers and shoveling driveways (laughs) and mowing the lawn and so I wait for them to get there and they snowmobile in and the first thing they say to me is do you know that this is a snowmobile trail in the winter and I'm like obviously not because I probably wouldn't have tried to tackle this if I had known that very significant detail I was like I took this road in the fall and they're like yep and it closes in the winter I was like ah there it is all right So at this point, I had moved enough of the snow and put enough grit down, and I had been able to get the tree. I got my truck rocked enough that I was literally like parallel with the ground, horizontal, bending this tree around my mirror (laughs) so that I had the opportunity to take my truck in reverse. And so I got the tree out of the way, and we were all ready to go. So I got my supervisor to climb through the truck, And he was going to be the one who did all the reversing. And I was like, this is perfect. And then we get it out. And then it just never gets back out onto the road. So it was just like still in this little ditch. And then the tow truck shows up. And he calls me and he goes, are you down there? And I was like, yep. And he goes, that's a, you know, there's a snowmobile trail, right? And I'm like, Yes, like it has become very clear to me that I was not supposed to be traveling down this road. <laughs> like, I, it, you know, what? I, I got it. It's in here. I, I get it. And he goes, well, I'm not going to be able to get you out. And I was like, well, thank you for coming then. Like, what do you want? And then he so they go out on the snowmobiles and they get him and he comes back out and he goes, you know what? You're actually not that far out like I actually I'm gonna try to get you I was like right on man like I appreciate that so my supervisor and my friend take the snowmobiles back out to the road to guide the tow truck back in and I sat in my truck (laughs) and waited and like 20 minutes goes by which I thought that was reasonable if they were going to be backing like a tow truck down this snowmobile trail until my friend wheels up by himself and at this point I have realized something is wrong and he just looks at me and I was like what now and he goes the tow truck is stuck (laughs) I'm like you've got to be kidding me I'm like what do you mean the tow truck is stuck he goes yeah like he barely made it down the hill like he's stuck he's basically told us we're at like sol we are shit out of luck I was like oh no And then my supervisor wheels up and he's like, you know, you know what? Like, we're getting this out. Like, I have no doubts. I was like, all right, like, let's try it. So then we spend the next two hours digging this, my truck out. And we are like jimmy rigging like pulley systems through the tree with their snowmobiles trying to like make a mechanical advantage here trying to get this truck out of the ditch and we try and we cannot get this truck out so at this point I was like I think we need to call one of the other employees that have the equipment that can come get me out and they're like no 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 no, we're fine and in the meantime I already called them because the one other supervisor like he and I are very good friends and I trusted him to come get me out of the ditch and I was like hey do you have that off-road equipment and he goes yeah do you want to drive it 
I was like, no, I actually, I need you to drive it. I need you <laughs> to come get me out. And he goes, what did you do? And I was like, you know, Middle Road? And he's like, the one you're not supposed to drive down? I was like, yep, that's the one. <laughs> and he goes, I'll be there soon. So he shows up. In the meantime, we try to get my truck out still and we realize we're not having any luck. So we decide to go wait out at the top of the hill on the snowmobiles for the other supervisor to show up to see what he thought about getting me out. So on our way back out, we run into the tow truck. He is still not out of the snow. He couldn't get out and he like broke his like winch system trying to get out. So he had been there for like the last two hours trying to figure it out. So then we have to get him out. And luckily my supervisor tied some sort of like special knot. Like shout out to your Boy Scouts club for showing you that one. We get the tow truck out and he gets him, winches himself out up this hill. And at the same time, the other supervisor shows up. And he suggests like a different tow truck that has a snow cat. And I guess he asked them that he was like, why do you guys have a snow cat? And they said, do you know how many people follow their GPS down snowmobile trails and and then he just looked at me and i was like "Mm mm-hmm i you know i feel for those people like the gps here really screwed me like it's not my fault it's totally my fault so the new tow truck guy shows up and they bring this little tiny snow cat and they have to like re-groom the poor snowmobile trail because we fucked it with this tow truck and myself so he gets all the way back to my truck and it literally takes like a little oomph like he'd like put no effort into this thing moving my truck out and then they're like okay you're gonna back it all the way out and I was like boys boys we have been here for like over six hours I don't think we want to see me try to back this thing all the way back out so I think I'm just going to humbly um take my resignation on the reversing and just just get the truck out like I'm done with this so we finally get my truck out. Everything is good and dandy. And seven hours. I spent seven hours that day trying to get my truck out and a $900 tow later. And again, I just don't know why me and winter just don't mix. But like things just always go wrong in that season. And I understand what you're thinking. It is my fault because I'm clumsy and accident prone and maybe dumb for following my GPS down snowmobile trails. Um, but they should have a sign. They had no sign. It didn't say no trucks. It just said, please drive carefully. And I did. I just <laughs> got stuck. <laughs> so listen, this brings us to the end of the podcast mixtape <laughs> episode number one. Um, I really appreciate you if you lasted through my stories until this point. Hopefully they were somewhat entertaining. I mean, like when I tell them in person, um, they get some laughs. I mean, I think people just really love laughing at my shortfalls here in life. Like I just have, like I feel like that's what most of this podcast is going to be about is just how things go just so wrong in my life. (laughs) Um, thanks again. My plan is to, uh, release an episode, uh, every two weeks. Um, the next episode that will be released will have a guest. Um, it's going to remain a secret until the episode is ready to come out and then I'll tease it for you guys. Um, thanks again. And I hope you have a great day.